Good morning, and thank you for enjoying it with a six-pack, the Scotty Six-Pack, the only podcast that's talking to you right now in this random room in Milwaukee. Uh, it's not that random because I live here, but regardless, it's the only podcast that lives in this room. Uh, I am your host, Kedrick Stummers. You can follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter, at Kedrick Stummers, uh, spelled how it sounds. Interestingly enough, people love to insert letters into weird places into the name. Uh, it is pronounced and spelled phonetically. Weird. Um, thank you for listening, as always, to the Scotty Six Pack Podcast, which you can listen to on any of your podcast platforms of choice or on YouTube. You can follow the podcast on the website and app, formerly known as Twitter, at Scotty Six Pack as well. While you are enjoying this podcast, uh, leave it a five-star review. Or if you're on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Helps other people enjoy the show and helps other people find the show. Uh, and we're hoping that there's going to be a lot more for them to find uh, soon. Along with that, there's going to be a lot of news for them to find soon because we have a big one today. Uh, the Wisconsin Badgers have found their quarterback for the 2024 football season, although the 2023 season still has a bowl game left in it. Uh, we got to talk about the big transfer portal news uh, coming for Luke Fickle, Phil Longo today. Uh, but before we do that, we want to hit on some quick notes here for the podcast itself. I'm, I'm coming to you for the first time in a little bit. Uh, this has been, you know, very inconsistent. Uh, I said a number of times that we're going to be more consistent here coming into your earballs. We're finally set up to do that. Um, we're finally set up to do that. The newsletter is finally set up to be uh, consistent. If you are a subscriber to the newsletter, which you can do by subscribing at scanysixpack.substack.com, you're going to start getting that regularly. Uh, we had a piece come out just the day after Thanksgiving, uh, before Wisconsin went to Minnesota uh, to reclaim Paul Bunyan's axe, talking about how the newsletter uh, is going to be just a little bit different from how it used to be if you were a subscriber to the newsletter in the old days, uh, you know, about a year ago. But really excited about some things that we have coming on. Uh, as always, writing uh, stuff over at Batcher Notes, and they got some pretty fun stuff going on over there too. Um, lastly. Well, not lastly, but lastly, before we get into the actual topic of the day, uh, I have some Green Bay Packers thoughts, meanderings uh, to share with you all. But it's not going to be shared here. It's going to be shared somewhere else exciting. Uh, listen toward the end of the show to find out where that actually. No, we're going to talk about it now. Uh, if you have listened to the show before or watched the show before on YouTube, you know our good friends uh, Noah Clark and Sam Jamini, who have joined this podcast each as guests themselves. Uh, I'm going to be heading over to Snap the Pigskin to join them uh, on this week's episode. So stay tuned to your feed this week uh, for that, where I'm going to head over and talk some National Football League with our good friends, Sam and Noah. Um, but before that, those kinds of Badgers have found their quarterback. Yes, big transfer portal news. And if I sound not that excited, it's because, frankly, I'm a little underwhelmed. Um, but I get it. I get the move uh, that Luke Fickle and Phil Longo have decided to make here. Heading to the transfer portal, coming out with Tyler Van Dyke. Uh, 
the quarterback from Miami of Florida. He has been with Miami since 2020. Uh, he is a graduate transfer with one year of eligibility remaining. If that sounds familiar, that's because that was the exact scenario uh, that Tanner Mordecai came into Wisconsin with last year. Uh, graduate transfer with one year of eligibility remaining. So Phil Longo and Luke Fickle liked enough of the process of what they did last year uh, to kind of repeat it a little bit here. And it's interesting the parallel that they make here when I say that, that they kind of repeat the same process because Tanner Mordecai, of course, his senior season before transferring to Wisconsin was at SMU. His head coach for his senior season was Rhett Lashley, who is a air raid guy, much like Phil Longo is, of course. And Rhett Lashley, before he was the head coach at SMU, was the offensive coordinator at Miami for uh, Tyler Van Dyke's most statistically successful season of his career, uh, that being the 2021 uh, college football season in which Tyler Van Dyke, Wisconsin's new uh, starting quarterback for 2024, uh, Tyler Van Dyke in 2021 under uh, now SMU head coach Rhett Lashley passed for 200 uh, past 202 attempts, uh, sorry, 202 completions on 324 attempts for 2,931 yards. Uh, that's an average of nine yards per attempt, including uh, an impressive um, 9.8 adjusted passing yards uh, per attempt. That's adjusting for, you know, touch, touchdowns and interceptions. Uh, he threw 25 touchdowns to only six interceptions. And completed 62.3% of his passes. That was uh, good enough to be named the ACC Freshman of the Year. And that was his most statistically successful season. Uh, as I said, 25 touchdown passes to six interceptions. The following season in 2022, uh, Tyler Van Dyke threw for 7.3 yards per attempt. Obviously fewer than the nine the season before. And just 10 touchdowns to five interceptions. In this past season of 2023, and I promise this isn't going to be just reading box scores here. Uh, I have a takeaway. <laughs> I promise. Um, his numbers dipped. And I would say that the hope for Phil Longo and Luke Fickle here is that they are, you know, in, in a buyer's market, uh, so, so to speak, for Tyler Van Dyke. Because he's he's coming off probably his worst season as a starter, at least from a statistical standpoint, uh, he threw 19 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. I believe he had seven interceptions, either six or seven interceptions in just his last six games on the season, including part of that season where he technically was benched uh, for the freshman quarterback who is playing below him. Now, Tyler Van Dyke ended up taking that starting job back, but only because Miami's freshman starter got injured himself. But that's part of the story here is injuries for Tyler Van Dyke. Van Dyke was suffering some pretty significant injuries this season. Sounds like he suffered a pretty significant leg injury, like gruesome stuff. I won't describe it on this podcast because it's uh, gross. Um, he also tore multiple ligaments in his throwing hand during camp leading up to the season. So there is a lot of other noise in this number in these numbers for Tyler Van Dyke's season, which make evaluating him in 2023 a bit harder to do. Um, 
And I think the other thing here is that he looked worse as the season went on, of course, which says maybe the injuries were worse. He he was playing through a lot. Um, Talking about his leg injury, some people have given him a bit of a pass because it said uh, the, the analysis on it was, well, he doesn't really make, he isn't able to make the same plays out of structure, out of the pocket that he normally would be able to. But that's not really Tyler Van Dyke's game. Uh, he, he's not a running quarterback whatsoever. He's not a dual threat quarterback. Um, so I find, I find that, you know, analysis of his leg injury a bit misleading for who he is as a quarterback overall um for for rushing yards overall you know van dyke recorded just 16 um negative 34 in 2022 and just 57 uh rushing yards in 2021 obviously those are not sack adjusted in college uh the the ncaa records rushing stats uh as to, to be affected by sack yardage. So if you are sacked and lose seven yards, that's actually minus seven rushing yards rather than passing yards. Um, so those numbers aren't sack adjusted, but it kind of goes to show that, you know, he's not really a runner with the football whatsoever. There, there's few rushing attempts here, true rushing attempts in, in these numbers whatsoever. Um, so this is a less mobile guy than Tanner Mordecai was. Mordecai was... Uh, just one yard shy of being the second leading rusher for uh, the Badgers this season. One yard shy of Ches Malusi, interestingly enough, who of course only played four games before suffering a season uh, ending leg injury himself. Um, but this is the second time that Phil Longo has gone and plucked a quarterback who has spent a season playing for Rhett Lashley. Uh, now the SMU head coach who was the head coach for Tanner Mordecai's final season in SMU and who was the offensive coordinator once again uh, for Tyler Van Dyke's most successful season in Miami. So obviously there's a lot of similarity in in those schemes playing more up tempo uh, like Longo and Lashley like to play and the the air raid scheme all around passing the ball around. Um, And Tyler Van Dyke is not afraid to you know, toss the ball downfield, of course. Uh, he, those 9.8 air yards, uh, or sorry, adjusted yards per attempt uh, in 2021, 7.2 adjusted yards per attempt in 2022, and then 7.6 in 2023. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to chuck the ball around a little bit. That's obviously great to see uh, for a Wisconsin offense that really struggled to throw the ball downfield uh, this, this past season, particularly an offense that struggled to make accurate passes this season uh tanner mordecai had this unflinching ability to drop passes about a foot or two shy of where they needed to be uh you know lots so many out routes curls to the sidelines that tanner mordecai just delivered the ball just a little bit short too and that was at the beginning of the season and you thought guys were trying to get into a rhythm with one another and it just never changed uh van dyke fortunately you know this this past year had a completion percentage of 65.8 and that was eighth in the country uh really 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 fantastic now he also threw an acc leading 19 or sorry 12 interceptions uh this year despite the fact 
that uh, sorry, that was third in the ACC, uh, despite the fact that he did not even start all 12 games this season. Um, but, you know, he completes balls. He gets balls in the hands of players. Uh, it is just depending on which players they get in the hands of, I suppose. Uh, I have not gone back and, you know, watched all that film. Maybe a lot of those are tip passes. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what that all looks like, trying to put it in context of uh, Van Dyke's injuries. Uh, like, there was a moment this season his this his injuries in 2023 are the big question mark for what on earth van dyke is going to look like this upcoming season where it just makes this so much more confusing because there was the clemson game for example miami played clemson this season and van dyke was technically ruled out uh with an injury going into that, going into that game. Then as the week progressed, they said he was going to be available for the game. Now, I do not believe he ended up playing in that game anyway, but it, it just goes to show that they, the injuries were a big enough question about his availability at all. And there, there, it, the, the staff around Van Dyke was clearly having a hard time evaluating what his ability would be week to week. Um, so I, I think this this staff for Wisconsin now is hoping you're getting Van Dyke at an all-time low. You're trying to buy low and sell as high as you can, considering that this is a program that has to play Alabama and Oregon, uh, two teams that finished just with within and just outside of the college football playoff picture this season. Uh, it's going to be a tough season and I am a little underwhelmed by the move because you just don't know what you are getting. That was what I said at the very top here, you know, trying to be optimistic, really trying to sell that this is a big move. They went to the transfer portal. They made a splashy move. But it just, I just can't feel that way about this move because of the uncertainty. Now, Tyler Van Dyke was pretty, I mean, like universally somewhere in the 10 to 15 range of top transfer portal quarterbacks. He's somewhere in, in, around the top 10 to top 15 names in the portal for quarterbacks this season. Like he was a significant domino for Wisconsin to go out and get. A admittedly, I like that they are at least trying to make a swing. You you have to be encouraged as a Wisconsin fan. Now, what I don't like is do we really think this has to be a buy low proposition? I understand that Van Dyke fits the scheme and what they want to do in Madison. But I think that this program can do a little bit better. Um, there was conversation, of course, about Cam Ward, who is the quarterback uh, at Washington State, who is in the transfer portal, going to be heading somewhere else. He's he's going to be the biggest domino to fall in all this. He is the most sought after quarterback in the transfer portal. and. Uh, friend Ryan Herrings, who hosts the Locked On Badgers podcast, he 
recorded an episode saying that he thought the Wisconsin Badgers should throw everything they got at Cam Ward, should push all their chips to the center of the table. The problem with that, uh, the problem, the, the one thing that I took away, the one thing he didn't mention in that episode uh, that that I thought he really should have, and he has talked about this a little bit now, right? Uh, in his reaction to Tyler Van Dyke coming to Wisconsin, was the problem with pushing all your chips to the middle for Cam Ward is that your stack's just going to get bullied by Ohio State, by Alabama, by whomever, because Cam Ward is the top target out there. And it, my understanding is that. It's not just Cam Ward that Wisconsin was outbid for here. Um, so I understand that they're not going to be able to go out and get the the top guys. Um, but when there are so many question marks here about what exactly you're getting, I'm underwhelmed because I liked what the program saw from Braden Locke in the few starts that he made uh, due to Tanner Mordecai's injuries this past year. Obviously, not all of it was rosy, but you have to hope there's something there, particularly given how much this staff had raved about Braden Locke leading up to the season, throughout the season, about the way he prepares, about the fact that he's ready. So that's a little disappointing that I think we were led to believe that he would be ready. And apparently they don't feel that he is. And I'm a bit confused considering that I do not believe this staff really believes they are set to compete for the big 10 or a 12 team college football playoff berth in 2024. I, I don't think this roster is going to be built for that. Um, so I don't entirely understand the move to bring in a, a stopgap graduate transfer quarterback, because to me, you do that because you need a quarterback to put you over the top for something. Um, maybe the staff thinks that they need to get put over the top to make a bowl game next season. Could be, um, but I think I would have preferred to see a full year of some combination of Braden Locke, Nick Evers, maybe Matower. Um, ugh, that sounded really weird. Maybe Matower. Metoyer? I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, but you definitely don't say what I just said. Um <laughs> It would have been more convincing to me that this staff has their eyes on evaluating and developing talent because this tells me that they are either uncertain of their evaluation and development timeline for the multiple quarterbacks that are in the room, or 
they are certain that they misevaluated the quarterbacks in the room, which include multiple four-star talents. And that's concerning. Um, so I find this decision altogether somewhere between underwhelming and concerning, I guess is how I put it. Uh, overall, I am just unsure. Um, I like that they're going back to a, a, a quarterback who has thrived in a system that they have sought a quarterback from before. I think that tells me that Phil Longo knows what he's looking for. Um, I like that consistency. I like that approach. And thus far, I don't see a reason to decide if you're Phil Longo that that approach does not work. Because as I, I was going to use the word underwhelming again, but I, I I don't want to because I've been using it to describe this. Um, although I can't think of a better word as I suppose underwhelming or rather despite the fact that Tanner Mordecai did not exactly reach the expectations, the lofty expectations that some had set for him coming into this season. Um, he was not the reason that this offense sputtered at all times, although he, he certainly had accuracy issues as a passer. Of course he broke his throwing hand. And so that derailed the offense, but there were many, many, many times where Tanner Mordecai was the lifeblood of this offense. Uh, you can put he or, um, Braylon Allen for that title, but you know, the running game that Tanner Mordecai displayed really was important to this team. Um, so, so, so many uh, little quarterback draws that that drew it. And then in the Minnesota game, of course, Tanner Mordecai had the play off the play where they, you know, faked the QB draw and just gave the little shovel pass out to Braylon Allen and off he went. Um, that was the lifeblood of this team. And so, although maybe Tanner Mordecai didn't live up to expectations last season, there, there was nothing, you know, demonstrably wrong with the approach of going to a Rhett Lashley quarterback or someone who has played in a Rhett Lashley system, although, you know, just one season, of course. So I like going back to the well, so to speak, uh, see what you can get out of another quarterback there in Tyler Van Dyke, um, who hopefully can can come back and have a little bit of a resurgence in Madison. You know, last season, the Badgers sent a quarterback from Madison down to Florida, and Graham Burtz, seem to do a little bit better. Maybe now they're just hoping for some good karma to, to come back, come back their way, come back to, to old Madison way between the, between the lakes there. And you send one quarterback from, from the Isthmus down to Gainesville. Things get better for him. So you hope, all right, we'll try to, we'll try to get another quarterback from, from the sunshine state, bring him over between the lakes, see if things can get a little bit better for him in return for us. So, uh, that, that will be exciting, I suppose. Uh, so stay tuned here to the Scotty six pack podcast. We also have myself heading over to, uh, the Cole center, uh, this Thursday, that's tomorrow, uh, to cover the Wisconsin basketball game against Western Illinois. Um, that game, by the way, if you missed it was moved or sorry, not Western Illinois. That's just before Christmas. They're playing Jacksonville state. Uh, that game on Thursday was moved up 
to 6 p.m. in case you missed it. Uh, so that way you will not have to choose whether to watch the basketball team or the volleyball team in the Final Four. Fortunately, I'm not going to the Final Four. The only time Wisconsin volleyball has ever won a national title is because I was in attendance for the Final Four. Um, causation, not correlation. So I will be at the basketball game that evening uh, covering for Badger Notes. Stay tuned to Badger Notes uh, for all the latest news and updates in Wisconsin Badgers sports fandom. Uh, subscribe to the newsletter, Scunny Six Pack. Dot substack.com. Sorry. Scotty six, Scotty six Uh, subscribe to the show on YouTube. Uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button really helps other people who follow the show. Uh, follow myself at Kedrick Stumbris on the website or app formerly known as Twitter. And we will talk to you all again very soon. If you are not subscribed to snap the pigskin with our good friends, Noah Clark and Sam Jamini, uh, please do that now on your podcast platform of choice would really appreciate it. And you can hear me complain all about the green Bay Packers and me and Noah try to convince uh, Sam Jamini that Joe Barry should be fired. Also, those guys have some really bad opinions on <laughs> a certain play that is kind of famous in the NFL right now. And, I'm going to try to find a way to argue with them about it, uh, even though that's not what I'm going on that show to talk about. So stay tuned. Thanks.